So my name is Diana Yip, and I'm the medical director of the Pediatric Palliative Care Program at Rainbow Babies and Children's Hospital. I'm not a very good writer, um, and yet somehow when I write notes on patients, my writing seems to transform. In some ways, I'm a storyteller, translating the patient's journey into the words that the medical world can understand. Um, I'm a rather young physician, and so my experiences are few relative to others. But um, as I combed through many patient stories that I've, many patients that I've worked with, trying to create something profound to say, I kept coming back to this story that I wanted to share. Um, this couple was going to have twins, and one twin was typical, but the other one had a fatal heart condition. And even though surgery could be done, it wasn't surgery that was going to fix the heart completely, and the path would be full of hospital stays with potential for death at any point. And so they made the loving decision to not intervene. But in doing so, they had already started to disassociate themselves from the impending child. Um, it was their way of coping, and I, I cannot blame them for doing so. They wanted to see the child once um, he was born, but they asked him to be taken um, care of in a different room from his sister. And so the nurses and students and volunteers, physicians, chaplains, they all came to hold this baby boy, and he was expected to die in the next few days. His parents surprisingly came to visit in the late um, first evening um, that he was born. And I had met with the mother the following morning, she was still in shock over everything. I mean, the delivery, the healthy twin, this boy, just she was completely sleep deprived. Um, but she, she asked for updates and she wanted to make sure he was comfortable. And I, I did tell her he was changing and declining as expected. Um, and so they were planning to see him again once dad came back and they wanted to bring his sister down. So all that day, he kept dipping his saturations so his oxygen would get lower, and there was more pauses in his breathing, and his extremities were getting cold. He was dying. But then he would seem to like come back to life as if he was waiting for something. So I went to visit him that evening, and I held this little boy and got to sing songs and rocked him, and he drifted in and out of sleep, and I really hoped that his family would come soon to see him. So I received a phone call early that next morning um, telling me he had died. Um, and his parents had come down with his sister and they had been with him at his end of life. And uh, when I met with his parents the next morning, his mother told me that they had placed his twin sister next to him. And she immediately reached for him and then the mother held the two together and he took his final breath. Those of us who work in palliative care see some really strange things. As a person dies, oftentimes there's something almost magical and mysterious that seems to be happening. People hang on for long periods of time when medically you have no clue how it's possible. Maybe they're waiting for someone to arrive, someone to say something, wanting a loved one to maybe leave the room. I've seen all of these. And in this case, I think he was waiting to meet his twin sister, the person he had known for 36 and a half weeks. And he wanted to meet her on this earthly world before moving on to the next. Even though this baby boy's death is, is sad, there's something so beautiful in watching this family 
able to grow and change despite this tragedy. And maybe that's why I'm so drawn to palliative care. It's such a different world of medicine where you can believe in the unbelievable.